It's time for provocative and entertaining discussions. For real talk and dope conversation. I've been waiting for this all day. The Talk My Credo Podcast. Get ready for the Talk My Credo Podcast. Now, here's your host, Dante Credo. Yo, what is going on, everybody? We are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. I'm your boy, Dante, here with my family in the building. Yes, sir. Lorenzo Music. Yes, sir. See what I'm saying? See, it took me... The last two episodes you were here, it was episode 112 and 113. That was the last time we were actually mm-hmm. up here. We are currently in the Jersey, New York area because once again, it's battle day. And once again, Nas is not here. <laughs> once again. <laughs> Shout out to Nas. Nah, life be life, man. He had, you know, he gotta work and he is good at what he does. So, you know, you you need your best player to be in the game when it matters. So, you know. We we tapped in. We we in Nas's backyard. We tapped in, and he was at work. And literally, while we like, yo, what's good? Everything, blah 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 blah. Yada yada yada. Whoop 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 whoop. And customers already coming to. Hey, I need help. I need you to do this for me. And I'm like, bro, go get that money. Go get the money. Facts. He go sound get- like he a good salesman too. Oh, he absolutely. He like that's that's his. That's who he is. That's his personality. Get the like, gap. Yes. Yes, the gift of gab. That's that's nice to a T. Uh and yeah, this is his element and it's it's really working out for him. I'm proud of him because you know that's that's what he does. That's his element. And when you have the gift of gab, sometimes you don't even need no product to like hustle something or you just talk good, people are gonna be interested. People are gonna be interested. Like you you remember, have you ever seen those videos? Of the dude that was selling like shoe cleaner door to door, but he would he would just talk so smooth, jokes and one liners mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. It, it's like that. It is. It literally takes that. It's a charisma. Uh, it's just a whole plethora of things. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta have the personality. You gotta be well cultured enough to know I'm going to say this and it's going to get a reaction, like a positive reaction mm-hmm. out of you. I know exactly what to say, how to say it. Um, I know what references to use that you will get to be funny. I know how to maneuver around any pitfalls that may want to, that may want you to say no. Like I know how to maneuver around those no's. Mm-hmm. Like I That's did, I, to say. I, I did the door to door thing for about two weeks. Cause I'm, I'm not, <laughs> two weeks. I'm not, wow. This is Nas's bag. This is Nas's bag. It ain't mine. <laughs> it's not mine. Like, I did door to door for two weeks, and it, uh, it it's a little different. It's a little different now. People don't want to admit this, and I'm not the type to just be like, "Oh my God, racism, racism, racism," and I'm not going to even take it there. I promise, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But areas do matter where you are. Like me being this black dude walking around in a North Carolina suburb by myself, knocking on doors. It was never a good look. It was never a good look. And I got more negative reactions Mm -hmm. 
than I did positive ones. Like, it just is what it is. It is what it is. Like, it just happened that way. I didn't say, well, you know, it's it's only because I'm black. You know, I'm I'm not walking up to him in, you know, a basketball jersey and saggy pants and Timberlands. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm... I'm, Presentable, yeah. Know. I'm well dressed. I, you know, I'm I'm wearing the Steve Maddens. Like I don't. I'm walking my Steve Maddens down. My Stacy Adams. Like I'm I'm messing my good shoes up, trying to look as presentable as possible. And they right. look at me like, "What are you out here for, nigga? Right. Like what? What are Still you, nigga? <laughs> what are you doing out here?" And then the the breaking point for me was when the dude sicked his dogs on me. Oh no, nah, that's messed up. Yeah. So like, it was one of those college door to door. Thing I want to call them a scam, but it's not a scam. It's kind of like vector knives. Like, uh-huh. if you know what vector is, you know what it is. They're like, hey, we're going to do door to door. We're going to sell these specialty knives that can cut through brick. You know, like <laughs> these crazy special kind of knives. <laughs> but it was like that, this door to door thing where we were selling like coupons to local, uh, local events. Like, uh-huh. You know, to the hockey game, to Chuck E. Cheese, and mm-hmm. you know, whatever Adventureland, and it was this coupon book to those amusement type places, I'm trying to sell that. Yeah, that sounds interesting, especially if you have a family, like a big which, family or kids, or anything like that. Those which is dope, right? But are you going to buy that from some random? If if you if you live in a white suburb, you you going to buy that from the random black dude that knocks on your door? This nigga coming too much because. What's the first thing they're gonna say? You don't belong here, you know. So it's just, it's just that. Now, that's not to say I didn't have some success. I did. I also had some really good experiences. But personally, anecdotally, you know, it was the the bad outweighed the good of that experience. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to chalk it up to one. This isn't me. This this isn't my element. Going door to door. Um, now I did switch it up a little bit, where I was selling insurance and I was going business to business. That one I was a bit more comfortable doing, uh, because it's like, yeah, I'm I'm not in the area where you can sick your dogs on me. Right. Um, and that story was crazy. You know, I didn't even make it to the dude's like door to talk to him. Hello, sir. How we doing today? Da 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 da. He was out in his yard as he was watching me walk the neighborhood. And by the time I was walking to his house, I get up, I get closer to his house. I get like right at the end of his driveway, take a few steps. And all of a sudden he opens his door yeah, yeah. Oh God! and two dogs come running up. right to me. And I'm just standing there like, did he just sick his dogs on me? Like, did he? He sicked his dogs on me. <laughs> like, he saw you walking. Oh, yeah. Let me go home, open this door. He sicked those dogs oh. on me. And thankfully, that was the end of my shift because what they did, they would take you to an area, drop you off, leave. So you're in this area, this suburb neighborhood, by yourself for hours. And you are expected to sell this big package of coupon books to this neighborhood. We'll see you in four hours. <laughs> Thankfully, it was the dude trying to pick me up. It was like the end of my route. And he saw me. He saw the dogs coming. So now this is 
big guy. I, I believe he played football. I was going to NC State at the time. So I think he played football or something there. And he was like my manager type dude. And he saw he ran down there and, um, you know, came to my aid. Now, the dogs didn't, like, get to me and attack me. Thankfully, they kind of got inches from me barking and going mm-hmm. crazy. And I'm just like. Then you know, don't come closer. Yeah. So it was just like. But the dude did open that door, or gate rather, and said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a sick right there. Sick them on you. The, he's like, hyah, hyah. <laughs> <laughs> and them dogs, you, and them dogs said, "I'm coming for you, nigga." <laughs> I promise that's gonna be stuck in my head, man. That's Look, man, them, them dogs hit me with the book of tea. That's crazy. I'm coming for you, nigga. That's that's what he said. That's what those dogs said. But what happened? Jay, he's like, "You all right?" I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm good. You know, but at that point I was like, mm, I'm done with this. I'm done. And we went back to the um back to the office or whatever. I said, I'm I'ma go get some lunch. <laughs> know what that means. <laughs> Ain't come back. I did not come back. <laughs> I think they called like twice. I just ignored. Uh, that was it for me. Mm-hmm. That was it for me. Cause I it just, I'm never the one to, like, I'm not the one to try to just cry that everything is racist. I've always spoken against that. Everything isn't racism, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I do think that that is debilitating. Like, it it does, like, develop something mentally to where you just feel like you're always going to lose, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's a very convoluted game. Like, is this country, I believe, built upon a lot of racist precepts? Absolutely. Of course it was. Definitely. You know, there's no way to deny that. Uh, Nikki Haley, I mean, you know who she is, but she she is, like, running for something. And she is making headlines right now that, you know, she just, she just insists that America isn't a racist country. It wasn't built on racism. And she just like doubling down and just be like, you know, well, there's racism here, but you know, it's not a racist country. It's like, Hey, yeah, but still I'm not the one that will be like everything that goes wrong or whatever the case may be is due to racism. Mm-hmm. It may be a factor, Definitely. you know, cause everyone has their prejudices, but, um, I do like to just call things for what it is. And I just think for black people, I think there are certain elements, certain jobs, certain things that may not play well to the qualities that you have because of the color of your skin. So a black dude being by himself selling items door to door in predominantly white areas that may not be the best look. I'm just saying, you know, especially down South. Like, especially in the South. So, your, your Carolinas, your Georgias, your your Floridas, you know, your parts of Floridas, your your Alabamas, like, that may not be the best look for you. Now, that's not to say that I have not seen successful door-to-door salesmen, because I have, um, or just salesmen, period. I just think if you're in the right area, like, things just have to make sense. Up here, I think I would have done a much better job just because – 
is more diverse mm-hmm. up here. Definitely it is. And for for a personality like Nas, like he's in heaven right now. This is like easy. easy. It's easy this is easy money for him. Because like we've been out just in the streets of New Jersey, uh Parsippany, um, what was like Boonton? Was that was that where we yeah, went to? Boonton. Like we we went to the to, to the pizza spot and we talked to what was a, a Hispanic, it was a black dude that we chatted with. It was uh, an Italian woman. Um, just it was just a crazy diverse thing, and everybody was cool. Everybody, everybody was cool. We're just like, too. yeah, like we we stuck out because we're like. You can tell we ain't been to this pizzeria before, so we just looking at all the different types of pizza they have. Was like, ooh, let's get, uh, what's that? Let's do that. Let's do that. And it was like, hey, you can tell. It was like, hey, bro, it's all good. Da 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 da. You know, everybody, you know, just cool. And so it just, it's just a cool environment. But, um, I say all that just to say, nah, I'm not going to just give up and throw my hands and say, oh my god, that's just racist. There may be some elements of it, but I just always look at just the uh just the time the place the situation um and also even myself is like well was i good at it type of thing yeah. which may be the which may be um uh, which may be the case i may not be good at this but that's also not going to be the end all because i know there's been plenty of situations where i know i have been studious I have studied my the craft of what I was employed to do, mm-hmm. and I know my stuff. I know I'm knowledgeable of it. I know I, I have a pleasant personality, um, and I'm a pretty good cold switcher. So you know mm-hmm. I can I can do the mainstream humor reference talking. <laughs> you know, it like, you, need to. you know, you you do what you need to do <sighs> to make that sale. So I I know that, but then I was still met with hostility. And it was always from a particular group of people, you know? So it's like, we know. Some, sometimes <laughs> it actually is, you know? Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say everything is the white man's fault, uh, but a good number of times it is. And it, it, it is what it is sometimes. It is what it is. And that's my, my problem, even going into, like, politics and stuff, because... It's always either all of one thing or all of the other. Either racism is it's a victimhood mentality. There is no such thing as racism. This isn't a racist country. You making stuff up. You don't want to work hard. Or it's literally everything that you do. Like, oh, I stubbed my toe. This corner of this bed is racist. Like, that's just how blown out of proportion it is. But, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you know. You, you you know what also crazy? It's also crazy the way y'all like to manipulate and exaggerate the phrase go get the bag. I need y'all to stop it. In 2024, I need y'all to stop it. They say, I'm getting the bag, I'm getting the bag. No, you're just going to work. Just go to work. It's okay. Is that wrong? No, they try to make it like it's more of a theatrical thing. I'm going to get the bag. No, you're just going to work your nine to five. Yeah, you, you're going to clock in. You know, now it it is Okay, okay. I'm gonna try to shoot y'all some bail. It's a bag. It can, it is some sort of bag. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not the bag that I know y'all are like symbolizing. Like, oh, we're gonna go get that bag. We're getting that bag. We're getting that bag. <laughs> That's $113, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's $113, bro. That's is is that I mean, it's a bag. It's a form it's of a bag. You know? Man. Yeah. You know, it's it's it can fit in a bag. Yeah. It can fit in a bag. Yeah. You know, you can put it in a bag. It's 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 like um like a little coin purse <laughs> type thing. Yeah, you you can put a few ducats up in there, but it ain't Ain't the bag. I, I, so I just need y'all to be realistic. It's it's cool. Like, um, the way y'all try to set this up, the way y'all try to frame this stuff to make it seem like you're doing more than what you're actually doing. Like, just be real about it. Like, it's 2024. Like, we talked about the Cat Williams thing. You know, I, I feel like he set the tone. So, like, just tell the truth. Just tell the truth for what it is. Tell the truth for what it is. Early, early Don't be like, yo, I, I was out getting the bag. And I'm tapping in. So just like, yo, I'm just getting home from work. Just <laughs> just, just say that. Yeah. Just say know. that. Y'all don't have y'all don't have to front. You ain't gotta lie, Craig. Oh, <laughs> you ain't gotta lie, Craig. Just, you know, hey, I was I was at work. I'm home. I'm tired. Now I'm just checking my social medias. Mm-hmm. What's up? Like, y'all, what's going on, y'all? Now I'm, I was getting to the bag. <laughs> You know you got to tap in. Yeah, get into the bag. And then we find you, the, the activity that you're doing when getting to the bag is, you know, welcome to Burger King. What can I do for you? <laughs> oh, we. But don't, now, don't make the, the, the misunderstanding. Right. I'm not trashing or downing anyone that has a job. I do not care what it is. Go get the bag. Go get the bag. Sure, <laughs> but be realistic about the bag you're referring to. I think there has to be a particular level of money that you make before you can actually call it a bag. Yeah, that's, I would that's, say that's, 100000 like. something like that. Yeah. 20000 mm, I'd say you know, 50000 to a hundred. That's the bag. Yeah, you get into the bag. Like, should, should we establish rules to the bag? Like, okay, like if, if you make $20,000 a year, I, I think the the average is like thirty thousand dollars. That like in America, the average salary is thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I think if you're making around the average salary, I don't think you should call it a bag. Like I'm getting the bag. You you just go to work. You got a job. Right. You know I'm going to work. I now in context, if you do something, if you're doing a service and they pay you thirty thousand dollars to do it. All right, you got the bag. That's a bag. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a large lump sum of money. You know, if but if you make thirty thousand dollars over the period of twelve months, I don't think you should call it a bag. You're just getting paid. Yeah, you, you know, you you're 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 employed. <laughs> you're, you're an employee. I'm weak. I, I just like yeah. is is that wrong? Is that <laughs> no? It's I I feel like yeah, it should start being some rules like start. Being specific on, you know, what type of bag you're getting. What's the, what is the bag? What, what is the, the, bag? the bag? Yes. What is the bag? What I, you doing for the bag? Because I also feel like if you a boss, like if you got your own business and things like that, you get into the bag. You get into the bag. You get into your own bag. That's that's true. That's true. If you're an entrepreneur, you're 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 your own employer. Mm-hmm. You're a boss. It don't matter how much. Even if you have your own business and you don't matter how much the how much it is, you still get into bad because you still have your own that's you gotta clock in to somebody else you know business you ain't gotta help somebody other business go up you helping your own so facts yeah that's facts. Like a boss thing it's like a 
No. That's how but I feel. if you are the assistant manager at Dairy Queen, <laughs> <laughs> you're just a high ranking employee. That's all. That's that's not the bad. You're a level two. I'm weak. Which is cool. Which is cool. Which is cool. Just say, I'm an assistant manager at Dairy Queen. All right, I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work. That's it. I'm at work. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll I'll be honest. I'll be transparent. I'll use myself. As far as I talk my credo podcast, I'm at work. You know? I you know, we we get a few ducats. The the YouTube channel is monetized. We have over a mm-hmm. thousand subscribers. Thing we have we're like hovering around sixteen hundred. Uh and we we actually we appreciate y'all. For the turnout for the the premiere of season three, episode one fifty one, um, we got to celebrate it. We got about three hundred views on that, and sure. I'm I'm excited about it. I really am because, you know, I would do these uploads and stuff, and I would see seven, one, no views, wow. like a whole two hour podcast episode with no views. Like you know how that's crazy. Like you know, but. <laughs> You keep your head down. You figure out what you did, how to, you know, make it better, market yourself. But I know last year was a pretty down year because I I did not do like a lot of promoting, uh, and what I mean by that just like social media. I didn't put any clips up or, you know, like no t- no TikToks, no Instagrams or Facebook, and the engagement fell off because I guess for them it's like oh well he must stop. Like yeah. I didn't, but. You know, I understand now in real time, learned the hard lesson that you got to keep feeding people. You got to until it until you can get it moving on your own. You got to keep thumping people in the throat with your content. There it is. There's another one. There's another one until you get the until you get trained, so to speak, Mm -hmm. to come check out our content regularly. I gotta keep throwing them out, so you know I, I'm I'm putting together a nice plan, um, to where I can actually do that. But you know it's 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 a system that we're trying to set up, and so we appreciate y'all to turn out. Like I said, 300 views for us, just organically all like, and I still didn't like really promote. I put a couple links up. Um, we have a group on Facebook called Talk Your Credo. T-A-L-K-Y-O-C-R-E-D-O on Facebook. It's a public group. Come join. I think I'm on it too. Um, we put that up. Now, I fell off so bad that I had, as far as like not doing promoting, not keeping up with anything, like I had so much like porn stuff, like those fake accounts mm-hmm. that post porn stuff all up in that group. It, it, it took me a, about 30, 30, 40 minutes just to, to clean out all that mess. They'll, they'll just start adding people. And yeah. People add people. And, and all you see is just ass, titties, pussy. It's just <laughs> everywhere. And it's like, but I know if you click it, your account is gone. Like, <laughs> if you click this link, they still in your account. They still in your information. But I had to clean all that out. And I was like, all right, we're we going to get started. We're going to get started. I'm, I'm excited. So, again, we appreciate y'all. Um, if y'all do enjoy the content, you know, what really helps us, if you guys, if you're on YouTube, give a like, comment, let us know what you think, whether it's positive, negative, suggestions, questions, comments, just anything. And this is free. It's free for y'all to do. Subscribe to the channel if you like. 
Um, and, you know, if, if you're not feeling the content, you can always unsubscribe later. You know, it's just all these things you can do. It's free for you, but it helps us immensely. Without giving up to that. Yeah. So, like, without having to pay a penny, right. just giving a like, giving your thoughts, some quick thoughts, um, hitting the share button, sharing. Like it only that, takes that, one second. It, it helps us a lot. Y'all, y'all don't know how much it helps us. And you guys have been doing it. I really do appreciate it. If you're listening to us uh, on an audio platform, Spotify, Apple, just wherever you're listening to us, you know, shoot us a review. You know, just a few seconds. If you like the episode, if you like the the podcast itself, what you like, don't like, just, you know, any anything will help us um, because it, it does. You know, it doesn't cost y'all anything, but... Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So we we up in here in Parsippany, and I there was something I wanted to to ask you. So you saw, um, you saw the Cat Williams thing. Mm-hmm. You saw Ludacris respond where he respond with, with that that freestyle. Yeah, I I saw a little bit of yeah. it. Yeah, which it 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 was trash. Which is bad to say because Ludacris like you wanted in ones, but I he used to be my favorite rapper too. I hate, I hate the way he responded because it always seems like y'all either are being intentionally obtuse, like you you trying to act dumb or you trying to deflect on whatever is being talked about. Mm-hmm. Like this man said you had a light-skinned, ugly-faced wife. He said you and him and he went to an Illuminati-type meeting. Mm-hmm. And they chose one of y'all, uh-huh. and it wasn't him. Uh-huh. And they said that they will pay you $200 million over the course of 20 movies. And he didn't take the deal, which insinuated you took the deal. and said all this stuff, and your response was a basic elementary freestyle little verse about look at my earrings and how they shine. Look, look at my watch. Look at my chain. I am successful. Look how much money I got. And for me, I was like, oh, so it must be true. I'm like, oh, so. Now, Cat Williams responded to Ludacris. Did did you hear his response? No, I haven't heard it. Somebody said, uh, I was on listen to the radio. They said it was catchy. They didn't say it was fire or anything like that. They said it was catchy. Yes. So I am going to... um, I'm going to see if I can find it first and then I'm going to play it. But right now we are, we're watching a Laker game and the Lakers are playing Brooklyn right now. Uh The Lakers is up. Uh D'Angelo Russell just hit a three and I'm like, all right, that's great. He hit a three pointer. That means uh, statistically he's going to miss his next eight shots. (laughs) The last two, three games though, he's actually been doing all right. He just had a career high with like 34, 37, For something really? like that. Yeah, I think it was uh, LeBron wasn't playing. It was just AD and D'Lo. I forgot who it was against. But he had a career high the last couple games. So, I mean, we're going to okay, see. Okay, okay. I, I, I didn't know he had a game like that. I One thing that D, D'Angelo Russell – like I said, just you're in the NBA, you're in the NBA because you deserve to be there, mm-hmm. you know. But, of course, when you're a monster, 
the NBA is a league of monsters. And you quickly know your place unless you just have a a type of will. And that's just with any sport, you know. Um, If you have a sense of self-awareness to know where I am and what I need to do to get to whatever level that I want to be on, which a lot of people don't have, Uh, even in these elite organizations like the NBA, the NFL, and, you know, any other major sport. But, oh, man. Uh, But D'Angelo Russell, he just always been like, it's. Wishy-washy. Yeah. Yes, and that's putting it nicely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's putting it nicely. And it's. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I just wish that people were a bit more aware of just who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's not even, and that's all across the board, just like in life. Just I wish people just were more aware of who they were realistically. Not what they want to see, not what someone told them to see, but I'm going to look in my in the mirror and I'm going to see myself in whatever aspect, show me the good, show me the bad, show me the ugly. Let's be real with myself. All right. And I think if we could do that collectively, then I do think a lot of these societal issues would, would fix themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like but, cleaning in front of your own house. Yes. If you clean in front of your own house, yes. the whole neighborhood would be clean. Cause you the, the, there's a whole, there's a song. I wish KT was here. <laughs> Shout out to KT. We love you, girl. But, she was singing this little gospel song. It would say, uh, sweep around your own front door. Uh-huh. Will you try to clean around mine? <laughs> like, I don't care what y'all say. Them gospel songs be, be all right. That they, sound like something she would say, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, but, because, you know, she got that that voice. Mm-hmm. Like, like KT can sing, sing. But, yeah, but that was the message. Like, sweep around your own front door. Before you try to sweep around mine. And, you know, the, them old-timey gospel songs, they, they used to have some messages, though. They, have, they they used to be dropping bars, but y'all would be like, you know, the just the the vibe, the music, and stuff like that. But it's, it's really getting me to a point like that's just the type of music and stuff that I've been going back to. Mm. Like, I can't. I can't seem to find like an actual excerpt. Like I'm trying to find like a video or recording of Cat Williams freestyle, but I think it was a part of an interview, but he, he got ludicrous freestyle and he responded and you know, y'all, y'all acting like Cat Williams can't drop some bars himself. Um, and Read three thousand books, so of course he know words. Yes, yes. Okay, so oh, this was oh, this was an interview. This was an interview. Okay, okay, this was an interview. Oh, wow. So on the they say at the nineteen twenty five mark. So you know, respectfully for this this platform, I'm just going to um, yeah, the breakbeat media. Collect Call, Episode 9, Cat Williams. All right, so we're going to go to the 19-minute mark. We're going to see. We're going to see what this is. 
So we started from the beginning. Put a, put a little put a little volume on it for sure. Yeah, one time for stuff. Did not come this far. You just break down So this I'm is Cat Williams' response. All right, I did get a little jealous, man. Cat broke the internet. <laughs> That. I must be quick. All right, come on, get to it, man. Get to the bars. I'm coming for your number one spot. One of us is killer, and the other one is not. One of us the realest, and the other one a plot. I'm coming for your number one. Ah, oh, Chris, I wish you never came to this. And you pissed rapper free for the first time, but you dissed and missed the wrong side of history in a time like this. I'm so ludicrous. Sorry, uterus. You were infant chronicles. You ain't new to this. You went from Mr. Moore. This call and your phone number will be monitored and recorded. Atlanta. That's some truth. In real life, I'm fast and furious in real life you fight furious got a bad car wow. but you hit the median another body a body by comedian oh. but i got paid locus is a monster but i got read they just say the liar big than a mother but he still got I'm gonna try to find the the. I'm oh gonna try to find the lyrics. Honestly, that wasn't good. <laughs> it was witty. Like I mean, it, it's it's I I that's for me that that's basic battle rap stuff. Like all right, little name flips. All right, so the the lyrics is I'm coming for your number one spot. One of us a killer and the other one is not. not. One of us the realest and the other one's a fraud. I'm coming for that number one spot. He says, oh, Chris, I wish it never came to this and you are pissed. Rap for free for the first time, but you dissing this. The wrong side of history in a time like this, oh, so ludicrous. <laughs> he said, sorry, uterus. How you going to just call someone a uterus? <laughs> you going to just do that? I ain't that? never heard that. He calls someone a uterus. Sorry, uterus. You were infant chronicles, nigga. You ain't new to this. In real life, I'm fast and furious. In real life, you buy. In real life, I'm fast and furious. In real life, you buy curious. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was funny. But yeah, so Cat Williams dropped some balls on Ludacris. What What do you think? Was that good? Thought I think up? it was just a. Just to keep it going, like I said, what I said, he said, what he said. Okay, let's keep it going. Then I'm gonna go ahead and do what you do. Yep, so I think it was just a keep going thing. Like, yeah, keep keep saying, keep telling the people what I said was true, basically. Because by you not saying it's not true, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, You're not saying that it that it is. So it's like, what say what you meaning? Like, say what you meaning. So. I think he's just exposing himself, ludicrous. Be because honestly, especially with our culture, we like to sit 
we, we like to have the perspective that when something is said, if there's no response, like if it's something salacious, you mm-hmm. know, like you 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 know, like for example, the Tasha K interview with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett's ex employee, he was like, oh, he found Will Smith mm-hmm. bending over Dwayne Martin, like something crazy like that, right? Yeah, and you just come out with that. With us, we're gonna be like, well, if you don't come out and be like, nah, this this dummy is lying, mm-hmm. then it must be true. You know, like that that's our thing. Like it, silence is omission, so to speak. Definitely. And like sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't, but you know, that's just basically basically what it is. Like if you're not directly confronting me mm-hmm. and you're not directly opposing me as far as the things I've said, the the claims I've made, so on and so forth, then that silence must mean guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way you guys are responding, it just sounds guilty to me. It just sounds guilty. So um shout out to Nas. Nas just just hit me up. Uh so he won't be pulling up on this one, but he wants to pull up in the morning. So he's like 6 a.m. Are, are you going to be up at 6 in the morning? I mean, I'll try. <laughs> He'll try. I, 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 <laughs> so he'll I'll try. try to be up at 6. Oh, man. Well, I mean. Good gracious. He working, working. Yeah. I, I would imagine it's more like a 12-hour shift. Hey, well, we'll be here. We'll be here. So we're going to hit him up. We'll say, yep. We'll be here. Let's do it. I can't I can't type right now. We'll be hit Jesus Christ. I can't <laughs> let's let's do it. Oh. Now I, I made I made a uh a challenge to myself that I was gonna get rid of this pause thing. Cause this pause thing like really <laughs> it pisses me off. It annoys me. It really does. Because you know, you know, for me, I've always been like the rebel type. Like, I, I don't follow. I don't like to follow trends. I don't mm-hmm. like to follow the crowd for anything, because I ask questions. So I just always be like, well, first of all, just like I know it evolved. Pause, and then it was like no homo until that became like triggering, mm-hmm. you know, homophobic and stuff. But like, you know, so now you got to think about something else, something else. To say. But that's what we do. You know, we we just have a way of making words mean other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love that about about our culture, um, but I hate how monolithic we try to be with things. To where I feel like if I am a man, then I sh- I should not be literally restricting my vocabulary, so I don't say things that may have some insinuation of being like of gay content Uh i've been like why and it's coming from those who claim to be the most masculine men in the room so that's the so like tapped into it yeah i was like i okay you you are a a man but but i question you people who position yourselves and think you are a man but you constantly you have this radar this internal radar of things that may sound homosexual or or, or of homosexual nature. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, I, whatever I say, I got to pause it. 
Pausing for what? Like, I understand the context in which you're saying things. I don't have to be like, oh, yeah, good call, man, because, yeah, that really did sound like you could have been, you know, like, we can't even watch football. Yo, man, he threw that deep. Pause. No, he he, he threw a long ball. Like, you can't say the word long, deep, what, what, all this stuff. I'm not pausing stuff anymore because it's stupid. Because then I be then I ask people like, "Why do you do that?" You know what I was talking about. Yeah, like why? Why do you do that? And then they just be like, "What?" Like because we because we do like you can't even explain it to me. Why do you? Why do you pause thing? Why do you no homo type thing? Are you gay? No. And you shouldn't be worrying about it. Then why? Why do you police yourself in a manner? And others around you that I cannot say anything that may insinuate. Cause like, why are you thinking that way if you're not gay? You know, like, why? Why is that a thing for you? And then I ask, where did you get it from? Why did you adopt it for yourself? <laughs> and why do you think this is a way of life? If you're an, if you are heterosexual, you were a straight male, mm-hmm. a traditional man. Uh, I, I'm not going to go as far and be like cisgender because I. I think that's stupid, but you know, you, you see why I can't get along with anybody because I'd be like, all y'all are stupid. Like all y'all are stupid. I can't get along with anybody. I call all y'all stupid, but mm. I, it, it's just stupid. Like, and I used to be like, yo, pause. All right. Whatever. I ain't got time to be pausing. I, <laughs> I am not, I am what I am. I am what I am. I am a straight heterosexual man. And I'm just not going to police my speech. Uh, to prove to other people mm-hmm. that I'm a heterosexual man because you are, are actively looking for things that may sound gay or may sound or look gay. But I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just idiocy to me. It's I'm going to say on basketball, even basketball, they smack each other on the butt. They don't pause. Just, it's just good. It's just, it's just a thing. Like, yeah, but it's like again, a five. Like, you, you ask people, like, yo, what's what's up? Like, why why do you do that? Where do you get it from? What's the context? Same thing with like people that sag their pants. Why do you sag your pants? Where does it come from? Who told you it was cool? Why do you do it? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and it's just a lot of, at least in the black community, I feel like there's just a lot of unlearning we have to do. And a lot more questions we have to ask. Because I feel like we're getting there. Just not fast enough that I would like for it to. Definitely. I, I definitely feel that. Like, it just, it's not moving fast enough for me. Because I feel like we all got smartphones. We don't we don't have to be dumb anymore because we have smartphones. And You ain't even got to type. You can just ask your phone. Yes. Ask your phone a question. She, it's going to ask you. Yes. Uh, but y'all don't like to read. That's just going to be honest. Y- y'all, don't, y'all don't like to read. So someone um now we're, we're up here in New Jersey and it's cold. It's like really cold up here. Cold. It is really cold. Someone said it's so cold outside you will cuddle up with someone musty. <laughs> I just I still chuckle at that. That's funny. It's that cold. You look like you you a little rank. Um disregard. Okay. I I don't care. Say this this weather will make you cuddle with somebody musty. I was like, "Yo, that's serious." That is serious, man. Like, nah, hold on. 
Hold on. I I feel like um nah. <laughs> I, I I love it up here. I always love to visit. People are cool. I, you, you won't find me living up here. I can I say it all the time. Every time I come up here, I make that statement. But it I I miss it. I mean, I, I haven't been a, I haven't been here when it was this cold before. It's my first time being up north and it's this cold. And now yeah. that I know the up north cold, nah, I don't want it. Nah, you good. I can't live with it. Man. I can't live with it. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Cold. This north cold gonna have to live separately. We can't we can't do it together. Yeah, yep. It's it's a long distance relationship. <laughs> Long distance relationship, man. Uh, the update we talked about the the dude that vaulted over the bench to attack that judge. Um, I think that he got thirty years through the book at him through the the whole book, and they just said, you know what? Let's just go through, <laughs> find everything we can say, everything we can give this man, and let's give it to him, even if it correlates. And I would just say, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't I don't know what to say. Like now, do I think he deserved absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You got to take responsibilities for the actions. Yes. So, because it no matter what somebody say to you, anything like that, like you still have a choice to respond to whatever somebody's saying, doing, acting. Right. Because I think that's the part that everyone is missing. Mm -hmm. The fact that, you know, now people talked about his mental health, he has mental health issues, is that and the third but I believe that what made him snap on that judge that way mm -hmm. was the fact that she was very condescending and she spoke or she was sassy. She was sassy. You know, he was, she was like, do you have anything you want to say? He was, and he gave, well, I'm not committing crimes anymore. I think you should give me a shot. I'm mm -hmm. not doing drugs. I'm off drugs. And she was like, well, I'm sure, but no, you, you, you're going to need to taste of something else because the, nah, that, that rap sheet. No. You know, real sassy, he like just with saying that. And like. she said that, and that's when he was like, "Who are you talking to?" <laughs> and snapped, and completely. But he deserved everything that he got because even before that incident, that yes, dude's rap sheet. Why was he there in the yeah, first place? Like, so it was like he violated probation, oh. and they was going to sentence him for violating probation, and then he did that, and then he had. Half of the encyclopedia of laws and crimes mm. heaped on him. Yeah, they they made him an example. Yeah, they man. Made, and it's beginning of 2024. It's 2024 is Listen. a different type of year than any year I have lived in. Yep. I know that. It's 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 game time for something. Basically. That it's that's what I really feel. I feel I feel like this year about to be something. I really do. I mean, if you know, you know. What's really going on? Uh huh. But you know, if you don't, you need to go do your homework. Do your homework. Yeah. Do your homework and trust. It's, it's not a Democratic or Republican thing. Nope. I can tell you that. It's that side yeah. and this side. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Speaking of which, did you hear about Kevin Hart ex-wife going on tour with Cat Williams? Whoa. Recently. Yep. It was uh, announced. Uh, you said ex-wife. Ex-wife. Yes, about the one he uh, divorced before he got well while he was getting famous. Yep. Wow. Yep. Tor Tori Hart. <laughs> I don't know if she still goes by Hart, but she well. is 
it was announced. She posted it that she was going on tour with with Cat Williams. You know, now <laughs> this was posted and announced after Cat Williams. That's crazy. Did what he did I to remember, start off twenty twenty four. I remember one. Um, what is it? Uh, Pimp Chronicles. He said, "I don't like silk pillows, but bitches do." <laughs> so, what you think? Just little stuff like he said. I don't drink Alize, but bitches do. Uh huh. So he he yeah. We so talk about that. But you know, here's that. here's the thing though. Many people don't know that Tori was or is a comedian too. So like, I didn't know that she worked in there too. Another fun fact that a lot of people don't know: a lot of those jokes that Kevin Hart was getting off when he was I'm coming up, he was getting from his wife. She he was getting them from his wife. She wow. is a writer, like she's a writer, and the, she wrote some of that material. He had the best of both worlds. Yeah. You're a comedian, and you got somebody to write for you. Yep. And it's not like she's ugly either. Like, I, I didn't really look at her face like that. I know she's dark skin and short, or brown skin and short. Yeah, that's that's know, Tori. She's not. So I'm like, really? You know, but you you get up like you you just don't you just don't know what someone's gonna do when you get a when you move up a tax bracket and you start getting stuff and a lot of options that weren't available to you are now available to Mm -hmm. you. There's just no telling. There's just no telling. That just comes down to the character and discipline of a man uh, or woman. You know, just whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's definitely true. Yeah, but she posted, Charlotte, Orlando, Tampa, come see me live with my good friend Kevin Hart on the Dark Matters tour. <laughs> I mean, that is hilarious, right there. But <laughs> that's funny. You know, right a lot there. of people are like, "This is chestnut checkers, man, chestnut checkers." <laughs> so, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, chestnut check is definitely funny for that one. Yeah, <laughs> he's been just on a on a rampage with everybody. Listen, like, he don't care. He love it. Like that. I I think that's just damn. Yeah, I think that's. But I feel like that is the vibes for this year. I really do. But that's like why, the like, truth yeah, and the lies. And I'm like just. And you gonna have to pick a side now, you know. And you got to pick a side and stay there, cause mm-hmm. that there, there's no fake stuff around here, and things will be spoken. Truth will be spoken. Now, I will say with the caveat that you know, speaking the truth and just being an an a hole are two different things. But if you're just speaking the truth. And it is what it is, then hit dogs holler. If you holler, hey, it is what it is. I'm not speaking out of hate or spite. It just is what it is. Uh-huh. And that's just the energy I'm on. That's the energy I'm on. So you listen. Speaking of speaking of crazy energy, there was a crazy uh debate going on um recently about a classroom that you know, you you had those classrooms. They had a syllabus for that class, what mm-hmm. you may need, what you may study, the rules of that classroom, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. An English teacher posted uh, in their syllabus a list of prohibited words or sayings 
in their classroom. Like when you're in this classroom, you cannot say these words. Uh-huh. They gave a list of the words not to say. I'm going to read the list of words that you could not say. So it says these words sayings are prohibited in my classroom. If you are caught using these words, you will write a short essay explaining why you chose to use these words in an academic setting to express yourself. There are many ways to articulate what you need to say without using slang. Please know that using slang in an academic setting can diminish your capability to become a successful writer. More often than not, the way you speak is the way you will write. The gibberish some of you choose to use is improper English and sometimes inappropriate for an academic setting. This is an educational institution and you will carry yourselves as scholars in my classroom. Here are the list of words. Number one, bruh. <laughs> Number two, standing on business. <laughs> Number three, Number three, ski. Why? <laughs> That's an ad lib. That's not even a ski. You get. <laughs> oh my god! Number four. Number four. Oh, that that's uh. She. I don't know why she doubled up. That's number three and four. <laughs> yeah. So she she was like, "Look, I'm gonna put this down twice because I hate it." Which which is, I I get it, but number three is. Ooh, we and ski. And the number four is just ski. All right. Number five is you ate that up or you ate. Oh my gosh. Number six, cap. Number seven, what up, gang? <laughs> <laughs> number eight, bet. <laughs> <laughs> I say that almost 20 times. <laughs> Uh, I do talk like I right, bet. Number number nine. Oh my god. Oh my god, the T. Oh wow. Number ten. On God. Number eleven. On my mama. <laughs> number twelve. On my dad. Parentheses. Mama, daddy, aunt, cousin, family, friends, or associates. So on my dad, anybody. Can't say that. Number 13. Riz. How do they? 14. What's up, G-Way? <laughs> Number 15. In the cut with my twin, we be vibing. <laughs> the whole phrase. Somebody, nah, that got to be made. The whole phrase. That got to be made up. <laughs> Why did you separate it like that, though? One entry is, what's up, G-Way? And the second entry is the rest of that. <laughs> We be vibing. Oh, man. Oh, we. All right. Number 16, just vibe. Number 17, got. <laughs> hey, yo, they're doing too much. Got. Can't say that. We're in an academic setting. <laughs> Number 18, on bro. Number 19, on hood. Number 20, gang, gang. Number, <laughs> Number 21, nigga. <laughs> nigga. We coming for you, nigga. Ho Hogan. We coming for you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, he fucked up what he said. Shout out to Booker T. Oh, we. 
After we deal with Lex Luger, we coming for the gold. Ho Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. I swear to God, Booker T in that moment thought my my professional wrestling career is over and it hasn't even begun. That was hilarious. All right, number 21, you can't say nigga in the classroom. All right, number 22, on me. Number 23, on the set. Number 24, fuck you mean. (laughs) Number 25, period. You can't say period. But don't that's what we use at the end of a sentence and you at a So when we get to the end of the sentence, what do we say? Dot. <laughs> Just put a dot. Uh, sprinkle. I don't know. Oh, we. Uh number 26, Munion. Tw- oh my god. 27, big dog. Number number 28, motion or big motion. Motion is Number 29, just vibe, twin. Number 30, what up, twin? Number 31, nah. Nah. I'm weak. Like, come on now. Nah, don't do that now. That's crazy. <laughs> and number 32, it's giving. It's giving. And then at the bottom, this list is subject to change. In other words, as I continue to listen to the hip hop station, Us. whatever new phrases I hear, I'm just gonna keep adding to the and list. I was gonna say that every phrase. So people are like, "Yo, this is racist as hell." It gotta be. This is anti. This is anti-black. This is a whole bunch of black phrases that you know we say within our and culture. Exactly what I was that say. you perceive as quote unquote improper English. I'm just gonna be honest. I agree. I agree. I I really my question is to this. I really want to know who this teacher is. I want to see who this teacher is. Oh, yeah, Karen. Who this teacher is. Now, it's one of two things. It's definitely a not, I, I believe it's a non-black person who, you know, again, they always act like our vernacular, the way we talk, the way we speak, how we speak to each other mm-hmm. is always improper and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's just simply not true because I don't have to speak ye old King's English. <laughs> Like, I don't have to speak that way. Mm-hmm. Thou art where thou knowest beheldest in in thine tabernacle. Fetch me thine. I, I don't have to talk like Come that. Come hither. Like, <laughs> I don't have to talk like that to be able to convincingly, uh, demonstratively, clearly articulate what it is I'm saying. If I'm like, oh, what up, G Wade? That's high. Because we know, <laughs> because we know the context. There's context. Definitely. Definitely. Bruh, bruh can mean 40 different things. You can say it, bro, like what you doing? Yeah. Hey, bruh, you got a question? It, bruh, like, I always say this. AAVE or African American vernacular is very similar. To like Chinese, I believe it's Chinese or Japanese. Please, no disrespect, but basically, where inflections matter, like mm-hmm. the inflections and the sound of how you say something, means an entirely different thing. Depending on how I say "bruh," it can mean a totally different mm-hmm. thing. We laughing "bruh," like "bruh," "bruh." I, it, it, that's three different ways and three different meanings of how I just said the same word. 
you know, <laughs> or it'll be like the phrase, which I haven't seen it over there, but like, you good. Mm-hmm. How I say you good can mean 30 different ways, depending on the inflection and how I say it. Definitely. Like, yo, you good? Nah, you good. Hey, you good. Three different ways of saying the same thing. Like, that's not improper English. You believing. Now, here's the thing. I do agree that it is important to to, to know the game. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, I believe how you think is how you type. So I, I do believe that the intention is good. I believe it can be executed a lot better because... I don't see dude on this list. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't I don't I don't see white wicked. slang on this. I don't see wicked. Yeah, like I, I don't I don't see white slang on this. At all. I don't. What's what's some white slang and some other things they say? Like Amaze balls. Dagnabbit. <laughs> Do white people say Dagnabbit? <laughs> do they say Dagnabbit? I don't know. I like what what do they say? What do they but I, I understand the intention. I understand the yeah. intention. I do think it's important to explore the English language uh, and to be able to communicate in different modes mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, we still have to understand where we are in America. Mainstream America don't know what the hell we're talking about when we talk in our talk. you know. And I get that. I understand I can't walk up in an interview and speak to them in their AVE. Mm-hmm. You know, hi, how are you doing today, Mr. Argo? I'm good, bro. What's what's good? What's up? What up, dog? <laughs> All right, gang. I, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. There's is just a, I always just chalk it up the code switch. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but I can find him on Instagram. He is... Uh, some 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 cho or something like that, but he's like a linguistic, like a, a linguist. Yep, there he is. Look at that, come right up. Uh, son, some show, some show, but he's like a Gullah guy. But he like he's a language instructor, and he just has he has a lot of very interesting videos. Uh, you guys can find him on Instagram. It's S-U-N-N-M-C-H-E-A-U-X. Uh, he's on Instagram. He's on uh, TikTok, you know, all your platforms. But he's a, a sociolinguist, and he just speaks about language and how uh, language is spoken, where different things come from, phrases, slang. He covers a lot of very interesting things, but he, it's it's basically like, because you speak a particular way, it doesn't, there isn't a direct correlation with intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like for us, we know, especially the black community, yet yeah, we know that we code switch because we know there's a particular way that you speak and there's a way that we speak. Mm-hmm. And we may say the exact same thing. It may not be as, you know, old ye, old, you know, that the king's English, but what we say is just as effective. It gets the point across, blah, blah, blah. It, it accomplishes what it sets out to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And, it you know, so. Across. Yeah, it's like that list, like the list was cool, but <laughs> I was like, nah. Yeah. Well, like, 
go back on what you said, it could be a non-colored person or it could be a colored person that wants change, that wants, you know, us to look like we can be presentable. We can have intellectual conversations. We can talk, basically. So I get, you know, both sides of it. But, yeah, yep. I, I get both sides, definitely. Yeah, I, I, just, I just found that to be very interesting. I found it to be very interesting. Um, you know, but I, nah. I just... <laughs> It, it's just the world that we have to understand that we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we speak the way we speak, unfortunately, we are still the minority in this country. And the majority does speak a particular way. Mm-hmm. And it would be advantageous to us to also learn that way and be able to uh, fluently speak, present ourselves but also understand that this isn't the right way. Like, and that's the problem I have when it comes to how, you know, the academic thing, white people just basically was like, this, this is the proper way. This is the right way to do things. Mm. And we accepted it because they're the dominant majority. Basically when it comes to language, like the English language is literally a jumble, a jambalaya bowl of, other languages that they literally took words from and whatever, depending on whatever word you use, that word may have Italian origins. It may have Spanish origins. Uh-huh. It may have Hebrew origins. It may have, you know, African origins. It may Crazy. have like it, it, the origins of the words we say that we use in everyday life all come from different places. And English is literally the, the gumbo jambalaya uh-huh. of language. That's you know, that's why a lot of people, say when English isn't their first language, that English is like the hardest language to learn. Like, that's what they say. You know, you would think like Chinese, Japanese, you Mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. Like, you know, Russian or whatever the case may be. You would think. You better not do it. I'm not going to do my Russian. I'm not. not I I thought you was going to do it. As soon as you said it, I thought you was going to do it. Listen, I thought about it. I ain't going to hold you. I I won't hold you. I thought about it. I thought about doing a a, a Russian. (laughs) Oh my god! I thought about doing. That I heard it as soon as you said Russian. I was like, "Oh god!" <laughs> Why is everybody hating on my Russian accent, bro? Why y'all hating on my Russian accent? Oh my god! <laughs> that was funny. That one. That was funny. Fine, bro. God. <laughs> god. All right, man. Oh, hey. So, oh, but, but yeah, man. But, but not that they say English wow. is one of the hardest. Well, just because of that. all the rules that does only make sense in specific circumstances, like you know, I before E except after C, you know, like stuff right. like that. You know how we have different things that sound the same but mean different things, like eight and eight, uh-huh. and you know, four and four, and uh-huh. you know, let's just just all these different things. Like what? Why this rule? But sentence. Yeah, so it's like a lot of these languages, their rules apply to everything. So when they speak, it is it all follows a very you know, I wanna say simplistic to be like it's simple, but it's it's uh it's a consistent rule. Uh-huh. You know, and with English it it it's always it always depends. With English, no matter what you say, it depends. So it depends on how you say it. It depends on 
what the context and this, that, the subject, the verb, the adverb, this, that, you know, the predicate and you know, all this stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, I just, I just found that to be, I found it to be crazy. I really did. I found it to be crazy, but, uh, sign out to son, son, Michelle. I, I'll, I'll learn his name. Cause I know I butchered his name. I butchered him, but he's really good. He's, he's really good. Um, um. Oh well, look at that. We was just talking about uh, Tori Hart, and she's doing an interview, and basically she's saying that she will never go back to her maiden name because Hart sounds better. So oh, after, wow. but you know, she's been divorced from Kevin for about twelve years. But she said, you know, but hey, I, I want to hear what she has to say. Let's see the reasons behind wanting to keep that name well because i've built a career with this name and like i said you know my last name my, my maiden name was skipper mm. okay okay yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Tori, i get it Tori Tori skipper. Skipper. <laughs> you know how many jokes got cracked on me growing up being Tori skipper i'm sure listen yeah. okay you, you can't go to res restaurants yeah, like heart better reservation you know what i mean like Tori heart does have more of a ring to it yeah. Because they still been married. I love y'all 53 Aww. years. You know, but you married, know, 53 I, years. I like heart better. I do. Yeah. I do. And it's it's just, it is what it is. It's my name. I've built a brand around my name. I was there from the beginning mm -hmm. helping build the brand name Heart. Yeah. Um, so it's like, why do people feel like, oh, I people change your name, change your name? Right. No. What are some well, well, that is a very good point. Because like I like I mentioned before, like when Kevin Hart was still on the come up, she was there. Mm -hmm. She was like, and and we say, well, you wasn't shooting shots. You weren't with me in the gym. Yeah, she was. She, she was. The was. Gym. Yeah, you was going to shoot the shots. Yes, yes. She had the workout plan. Like she had the workout mm -hmm. regimen. She was right there in the gym, putting them shots up with you. That's crazy. Writing those jokes, getting things going, and then. You know, you, the, the bad decisions were made and consequences had to follow. But no, nah, I agree. D do you think she's wrong for, no. for keeping up for why she keeps the heart name mm. after she's been divorced for 12 years? Mm. If I still mm. got bread behind my name, I'm keeping that. And, I mean, and if even if it was, even if I'm not like how he is now, just up there and everything, and I'm not like I still was there. I'm gonna keep that name. I'm keep, like, I'm that, keep name. that name. Even if I'm not where you are, I'm gonna keep yeah. that name because I helped mad. you. Yeah, I helped the heartbeat. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Speaking of, you know, she's talking about her parents were married 53 years. Shout yeah, out man. to Wavy. Shout out to Wavy, yes, man, my man. Listen, the date is Friday, January 19th. Facts. One nineteen Mary, shout out to to Wavy man. Y'all remember again? He was also here uh, from episode one twelve and one thirteen. Had a dope time, a dope discussion. But he officially got married today. Yeah, I was wanted to send a shout out. Congratulations, bro. I'ma see. Let, let me let me let me check my stuff here. Where, where where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? There yeah. we go. There we go. Congratulations, right. bro. Congratulations, you, man. man. Just salute. We love you. You know, you have such a beautiful family. 
Definitely. And we just we just here to applaud you. And that man, I don't think I ever seen him smile that much. Who? TJ? <laughs> that was a smiling yeah, man. Smiling. That was a happy Crazy. man. That was a happy man. And and congratulations on your your, your newborn baby son. Yeah. Just you got you a family, bro. Mm-hmm. You got you a family. And you know, so just shout out to you, bro. Congratulations on on officially being in the married game. Is not for the faint of heart. It's not for the faint of heart. But it is one of the most challenging yet exhilarating experiences you will ever have in life, especially when the one you marry is the one you know is no matter what's going to happen, is she's going to be in those trenches with you alongside being on top of that mountain with you. And everywhere in between. Once you know you got that one, I don't care what we're going through. What we're not going to do, we're we're never going to disrespect each other. We will always consider one another. We will always honor who we are, our name, our family, our union. And no matter what's going through, communication and honesty will always be priority number one. And we will get through everything. Everything together. Whether it's, you know, scot-free, no scratches, or we go through war-torn. Like, we literally been through hell, but we're going to get through it. Mm-hmm. Whether we walk through it or crawl <sighs> through it, we're going to get through it. And that's one thing about my brother. Like, he he definitely got the perfect person for him. Yes. And I really don't talk to him about, you know what I'm saying, how I feel about the women in his life or the women that has been in his life or anything like that. But Yes. I want I want to say Star like you are really was created for him, like and you, like you was just saying going through those trenches, like I ain't gonna tell all his business, but he been through the trenches. Me, yes. all three of us, we been through the trenches, and just to see him come out and he's just a man. Got yeah. he is a father, like a married man, a father. Like it's just just it's it's hard to fathom. Because of I grew up with him, yeah. but now that I see it, it's just like I applaud I applaud you because you definitely make turning to him to the man that he wants to be, and and it's not even like a forced thing. It's like you're literally being his help me, which had, which God created mm-hmm. the woman to be, you know. So I applaud you. I love you. Um, I'm just glad that you are my sister in law now, and just keep working on him, and. Yeah. Shout Thank out to Miss Star. I haven't yeah. officially met you yet. Maybe like a FaceTime or, mm-hmm. you know, some pictures and stuff like that. But shout out to Miss Star. Congratulations. Welcome to the family. Definitely. Uh, and, it, you know, it just it's just, it's dope because, like, when we met, y'all were kids, man. Kids. 2009. And, like, dang, 2009. That's, we probably didn't officially meet to... About 2010, because yeah. you know, we came to the church at 2009, but yep. yeah, 2010 like 20, to 2004. That's like still 13, right 14 years, bro. And like I said, just I remember like we just having big wrestling matches in the living room. Mm-hmm. Like that was that. Kids. I was a kid. I was I was 19 years old. Like I was 19 years old. Um, 
Yeah, eighteen nineteen when I came to Raleigh, and I, that was um not too long before y'all got there. So it, it was. I'm so proud of you, bro. Congratulations to you and your amazing, beautiful family. And I, I know, uh, you know, God got His hand on you and and your family. And I know y'all will do great things, great things, and, and raise up, you know, just some amazing children for the next generation. Much love, bro. But listen, listen. This what I don't know what episode number this will be, but. It's one of them. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's work one. is being put in. Yes, work is being done. Uh, Nas said he wants to pull up at six in the morning <sighs> before he goes to work. And I was like, hey, that's what we're going to do. So we're going to go ahead and shut this one down. Listen, we appreciate y'all checking us out, just hanging out with us. Definitely. Uh, we, we just thank y'all once again so y'all know what to do. Please just, it's free, guys, but it helps us so much. Even if you don't like it, like, don't don't be crazy. I know, like, but at the same time, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, but just let us know what you think. Let us know what you feel about it, whether you like it, whether you love it, whether you don't share it. You know, all these things, these interactions is free, but it helps us immensely. Like, basically, these free actions the way the algorithm and stuff works is just like, all right, the more interactions we get, the more engagement we get, the more people they'll put this in front of. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just ask you guys just to give us an honest moment of your time. And uh, I'm not asking for anything positive or anything negative. Just give us an honest moment of your time and we'll take care of the rest from there. You know? So, it's your boy Dante here to talk my credo podcast season three 2024 we on the ground we back up in this thing LJ music is up in this thing we getting it in we are cold we ready to go to bed we are <laughs> sleepy we drove nine hours in the snow in the snow it was the moment we got to Virginia on up to New Jersey all we saw was white it okay. was white everywhere everywhere it was white it was snow and it was cold. We had to stop multiple times just to clean my windshield because it was snow. It was a lot. It was a lot going on. And then we got outside and it was cold. We stepped outside and immediately hypothermia, freezing, freezing to death. And we won't, we won't do this again. We're going back to North Carolina where it was somewhat kind of warm, where we can at least step outside and go to the mailbox without having <laughs> frostbite on the big toe. You know? <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Okay. Let me at least go to my mailbox and get my mail. You know, I'm walking from the from the car to to the gas station inside the gas station. And all of a sudden, I gotta beat my leg on the ground to, to break off the ice they have accumulated around my foot. Mm-hmm. I need my foot. Don't cut off my foot. You know, that's the diabetes. And that's not normal. Being no, North, being from North Carolina, we do not get snow like that. Man, so. man, and they're calling for snow like. Down there one of them days. I'm like, oh. yeah, I think it was the last couple days ago. Yeah. And it ain't do nothing. It flurried for like two minutes and that was it. Yeah, but it was just so cold. It, it was it cold. It knocked out power. Like it was cold. Power was out. And you know, kids out of school, two mm-hmm. hour delay. And I was like, you know what? Y'all just come get them. Yeah, it was a little ice on the ground. So I think some of the uh pipes were frozen. Yep. Some of the so, neighborhoods. So um but but either way, man, you guys stay safe. But you know, it's it's crazy up here. But we love it. Like I said, the people just been dope that we've been able to speak to. Tomorrow, uh, the date of this is the nineteenth. Tomorrow, the twentieth. 
I have a battle that I'm going to get out of the way. This will be my last battle on this platform. Uh, you know, doesn't mean that it will be my last time up here. Uh, but I'll just be up here in a different capacity. It'll be in this capacity. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking forward to the new, the new chapter because honestly, I am ready to give up battle rap. Honestly. Uh, I just don't have any more motivation or time to operate in that space. Um, that's just a particular energy you have to be on to, to do this at a level that I want to do it. And honestly, I just feel like God is pulling me away from it because it's like, it's, it's counterproductive to who you want to be and the type of content you want to create and the example you want to set to your children, honestly. Uh, and it's, I love battle rap. Uh, I love the performance, but I don't care for the energy and the process that takes to do that. And I was like, I probably will use battle rap or the battle rap art or the battle rap form in another capacity. I may do like an artist breakdown or uh, I may look at a, a current event or something and I may just write some bars about what's going on in the world on this particular subject. Just just different things that I can still use battle rap for. Yeah, that's fire. But not so much of this specific person where I got to be subject to weeks of them trying to antagonize me and weeks of this stupid squabbling back and forth yep. and stuff that won't make the battle any better or worse, but other than just create drama for the sake of creating drama, I just don't have energy or interest in that, but I will use this skill for good in another area, you know, mm -hmm. and that's just that, but this will be my last battle up here, ready to get it done. Um, going to come back with that win. Honestly, it's going to be my last one. So I'm going to go out with a bang and we will be doing even more content while we're there. And yeah, I'm, I'm aiming to have at least like five, like this is one Nas comes in the morning. Uh, that'd be two. And then at least just one big glob of content that I can break up interviews and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. and, you know, so that I, that's what I'm most looking forward to. So, but all that being said, man, we appreciate y'all checking us out. Uh, follow us, Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok. We in there. We're on all audio platforms of Apple, Spotify, Audible, wherever there's a podcast streaming platform. We are there. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. It's the Talk My Credo podcast. Dante Credo, LJ Music. Till next time, y'all stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Let's go to it, man. We out of here. Bruh. What up, G-Way? All right, all right. Let me stop. Let me stop. The Talk Park Credo Podcast. Hosted by Dante Credo. Dope discussions on society and culture. culture. Find us on all streaming platforms. Oh, yeah. Happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Talk My Credo.